so at the beginning of March, we were already all sheltering. And when we got that notification, I was standing with Barb Paldus at Codex Beauty, as well as another advisor of mine, Twyla Harrison at my publicist. And we all were all kind of like, okay, we just announced this con, you know, in Forbes like yesterday. And now we have to retract everything. But I was like, how can we still make this happen? Welcome back to the Innovator Podcast. The audio might sound a little bit different this morning because I am coming at you from my closet on a Saturday morning at 6 a.m. I am trying to be as quiet as possible to not wake anybody up, but I still got to get stuff done. But thank you so much for tuning in and welcome to the Innovator Podcast, the female entrepreneur series that dives into the stories of how women founders tackled hardship and difficulties to ultimately find success. My name is Erica Sullivan and I am the host of the Innovator Podcast and today I'm welcoming Cassandra McClure. Cassandra is a model and celebrity makeup artist turned clean beauty crusader. She has focused her efforts towards accomplishing a simple goal until all beauty is clean beauty. As a host of the Clean Beauty Podcast, she highlights brands with a green and clean ethos and education to raise awareness about ingredient safety in daily products. If being an entrepreneur, podcaster, and brand owner doesn't seem like enough, Cassandra also works to empower and educate other women to help spread the word about clean beauty. She organized the Clean Beauty Retreat, a sold-out event where 30 like-minded women got together for three days to learn, share, and connect. She was even published in Forbes for this event. Her newest venture is Clean Beauty Con, a beauty summit with the goal of supporting struggling business owners in these unprecedented times. Cassandra, welcome to the Innovator Podcast. Hi, Cassandra. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing so well. I am so excited to have you on the Innovator Podcast today to talk about clean beauty. I mean, my dear friend, Lynn Power of Masami, who was back on episode 21, was on the podcast. And we just started talking about so many different things in clean beauty. And I started asking questions and she said, you know who you need to talk to? You need to talk to Cassandra. Oh, that's awesome. She is a good friend and a mentor of mine and really kind of helped me get to where I'm at in a lot of ways. So I'm really grateful for her. And she's speaking at the Clean Beauty Con Virtual Summit this Thursday that I have created. And again, something that we, you know, I presented to her as a kind of almost like a dream, you know, like I really want to have the first Clean Beauty Con and what will that look like? And you know, all of that. And she kind of helped me get to the next stage. And obviously with COVID, we were forced to do virtual summits rather than in-person conference, but it's been great. And so, yeah, I love her. And um, she's actually going to be in the Clean Beauty kit this month as well, her Shine Serum, the Mukabu Shine Serum, which I love so much. Um, So yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. And I'm definitely going to ask you about Clean Beauty Con a little bit further into the conversation because um, I know kind of your event that really kicked it off was the Clean Beauty Retreat and you guys sold out. It was a completely sold out event and you guys were even published in Forbes for this event as well. 
Yeah. And that was definitely a turning point for me. I feel like once that happened, a lot of other brands started to pay attention. A lot of other founders in the industry and started to kind of reach out to partner in different ways. And that blossomed into uh, right at the tail end of the retreat, actually, when we were all at brunch at the Hyatt in Carmel, California, we kind of got the news, the first alert about being on shelter in place because I live in Santa Clara and Palo Alto, California is like one of the first places to go in lockdown essentially. And so at the beginning of March, we were already all, um, sheltering. And so when we got that notification, I was standing with Barb Paldus at Codex Beauty, as well as another advisor of mine, Twyla Harrison at um, my publicist. And we all were all kind of like, okay, we just announced this con, you know, in Forbes like yesterday. And now we have to retract everything. But I was like, how can we still make this happen? So of course, there was a lot of prayers, but we were like, okay, I think we need to go digital. And that was something that I looked into and started researching that week heavily. Mm -hmm. And by Monday morning, I called the team and I said, you guys, I think this is what we're going to do. We're going to host this virtual con. And my advisor, Twyla, was like, okay, when are we going to do this? And I was like, I think like July. And she's like, why not now? Like, why wait? So we actually had the first con. I mean, it was probably at the time, one of the scariest things that I had done, but we, by March 31st, had our first con and featured six speakers, seven, including myself. And then the week two, we had um, Dr. Shamley Singel, PhD. We had Barbara Paldus, who's a PhD. We had um, a pharmacist, Dr. Stijal. Um, and then Every single week for 10 consecutive weeks, we just kept going at it um, and featured Carrie Grant, Indy Lee, Greg and Joanne Starkman from Innersense, um, Missy McIntosh from uh, Miss Mac Cosmetics. Um, we had Miss Nevada, Eve Dawes, we had Christina Flack, um, just like all the most amazing people in uh, the clean beauty space, like all on the rise. And we really wanted to give them a space to speak on whatever topics. Um, Dr. Vita, uh, she's another PhD. She spoke on sustainability, plastic versus glass, like her bottle buyback program, that sort of thing back in April. And we really just honed in on, okay, what should we be talking about? What's important? What is everybody going through? And, you know, everyone's at home and nobody can go anywhere. We were all sheltering in place and trying to make it through together as a community and building that brought, you know, as you saw, like Medium and all these other press articles that were written and with no help of my publicist at all, like we just were able to write these amazing articles. I was interviewed by so many amazing people um, so many podcasts like yourself and just growing day, day to day. And now every week we have over a thousand people join us on the live stream alone. And it's just been amazing to watch the con turn into this just supportive, inclusive, beautiful community of primarily women, 
that are all over the world that have their own beauty brands or their own aspirations to be, you know, a founder and things. And so it's just been really great to have a place to go and just kind of forget everything else that's going on in the world. And yeah, and talk about the ultimate pivot. I mean, there's so many companies that COVID-19 hit and they were left thinking, oh no, what are we going to do? And so many people really quickly started picking up digital, but it doesn't sound like people were able to pivot and evolve as quickly as you were. I mean, that was a very quick turnaround. Um, March 31st, I mean, COVID really hit a couple weeks previously, but I'd also love for you to kind of talk us through your journey and how you became a clean beauty crusader. Yeah, so I was a makeup artist since my teen years, and I grew up going to school in LA for beauty and working on TV sets, working as a background actress, working um, on music videos and weddings, working on fashion shows. And I got to travel the world as the first stylist on the PGA to style for the wives and girlfriends of the professional golfers. We even went to the U.S. Open in Chambers Bay, Washington, when some of the golfers um, on our squad got in. And we, you know, uh, I, got, I got to really experience multiple lives. I feel like I have like a cat, like I have nine lives, but um, Mm -hmm. I've lived a lot and I got to experience a lot of beauty. And through that, I um, was always having issues with my sinuses, my skin. uh, Always, I always thought it was just regular allergies. Um, I had a deviated septum like surgery thinking that, you know, I just couldn't breathe and um, that sort of thing. And I was always breaking out when I got out of the shower. I thought like I was allergic to my own hair. Like that's how naive I was. Um, And I had two years ago gone into Stanford because I finally couldn't see when I was driving. And so, um, one day I was, I went in and, and they had also said, mentioned my head cause I was like itching my head. And I was like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Like, I feel like I just feel horrible. And so I went to the dermatologist and they were like, oh, you have psoriasis. And then I was diagnosed with vision loss, partial vision loss. Um, and, allergies all in the same week and was put on medication and had to go in for shots. And that was my big wake up call. They didn't say anything about beauty products. They just said, you're allergic to all these strains of grass and pollen and dust, um, which I kind of knew, but I didn't know the severity, but it didn't make sense still why I lost my vision. So as I went back to work, kind of, (laughs) I, um, went to this event where I met a woman who was um, selling beauty counter and I didn't know what beauty counter was, but I was playing with the product. I didn't know much about it. And she told me her story. She had breast cancer and she said that her doctor advised her not to use the regular uh, household chemicals and products that she was currently using because they were toxic. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, well, you know, here are some of the brands I used to use and like they were triggering my allergies. And so she said that and it, it triggered something in me where I I just kind of stopped and was like, wait, what do you mean allergies? She's like, oh, you know, these are the issues I had. And I was like, what? So I went home that night, I did a detox and 
to me, just that, that just meant getting everything in a cardboard box in my house that I thought had fragrance and like double checking my house and realizing, oh, that candle, oh, that air freshener, oh, the soap that I was washing my hands with, my shampoo, my conditioner, my floor cleaner, my dog shampoo, perfumes, um, and not even realizing it was even in my mascara there was fragrance inside of my eyelash glue. And of course my lashes were falling off. I had so many issues um, from the products I was using every day. So when I did that detox, I said, oh, I'm not going to use these for like two or three days. I'm going to see if there's any sort of, um, any sort of, of change. And I did it publicly on my Facebook account and I had like thousands of views um, overnight because I had shared that it had only been 48 hours. My skin was clearer. I could see better. Um, there was a huge shift in my breathing and my sleep patterns. Um, my fiance was like, what did you do? You look great. And my friend was like, did you lose weight? Because there was inflammation on my face. Um, I still have permanent vision loss, um, but I can see and I can see much clearer. It was much cloudier before. And I never um, had to put psoriasis medication on my head again. Um, and that was said to be something permanent, which was just incredible. In under a week, I saw these huge changes. And so when that happened, I ceased all work. I had 30 weddings booked, um, that previous year. And so I said, I'm, I can't work right now with the products in my kit. I mean, I'm not going to put these on other people knowing what I know and I need to do a lot more research. So I decided to do just that interview different beauty founders on the clean beauty podcast that I launched in November, 2018 and decided that to move forward, I really needed to know everything that I could possibly know. And so that meant talking to a lot of people, um, hearing their stories, hearing successes, failures, um, learning about new brands, trying new brands, having so many products sent to my door to be able to evaluate and that turned into something even larger, right? Because I was doing something to benefit myself and my community, but really it really helped a lot of the founders and it was a way for them to express what they were doing and to have someone align. A lot of the people that I've interviewed also have these health issues. So they, they you know, Barbara Paldus, for example, she's a PhD, a scientist, but she created Codex Beauty because her son was breaking out from the baby powder that she was putting on him and found out that phenoxyethanol or phenoxyethanol, one of the ingredients that's in almost every cosmetic or as a preservative, um, was affecting her son's health. And so creating her own company. And so, you know, I aligned with a lot of people in the medical space, a lot of people with cancer. So I work a lot with cancer patients because they also have health issues, um, autoimmune disorders, all sorts of things. So um, I found myself in a very unique place where my story was pretty powerful and it attracted people who also had a story they wanted to share with me and my audience. And so um, that's how it really grew. And that's what makes what I'm doing a lot different than, um, you know, other beauty podcasts out there. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's lighthearted. We have fun, but it really all goes back to health. 
and until all beauty is clean, which is our mission statement, um, our tagline, because we really do believe, I believe that all beauty should be clean and it should be safe for everybody to use in whatever amount they want. And there's a lot out there, a lot of people um, on the opposite side that say clean beauty isn't real, it is regulated, that there's laws, that, that it's okay in small amounts. But I don't want to have to be limited or have to measure my product out. I don't think that, you know, using 0.5 milligrams of a product with a certain ingredient and not, you know, like, I don't, I don't pay attention to that that much. Like, I should be able to use whatever shampoo, conditioner, body wash, face wash, and makeup that I want and not have to worry about mixing chemicals and, and creating chemical reactions in my body or creating long-term health effects. And that's what I was seeing. I saw it firsthand. I've seen other people go through it. I've had friends that have had cancer with links to the cosmetics that they were using. And like, there's, there's no denying that, you know, like, and I know it because it affected me. So, you know, I think there's a lot of, of people saying, Oh, clean beauty is like marketing or it's a scare tactic. Like, I mean, it scared me, you know, (laughs) I don't, you know, but, I'm not also, um, I notice that a lot of people in the clean beauty space, you know, if they have their own brand, of course they want to say clean beauty is good, but I don't have a a beauty, a clean beauty brand, you know, like I have a lash product, but it, it's, I didn't go create a formula or create, you know, a, a deodorant and then, you know, come at it from that perspective. I'm just an advocate for other clean brands. And there's, I think around 50 that I've highlighted up to date on my podcast and another 50 at the Clean Beauty Con Virtual Summits and more through the Clean Beauty Kit, which is my newest venture. That's so crazy. I mean, I'm just kind of at the forefront of being introduced to all of this craziness. I mean, I know growing up, my mom never allowed me to wear deodorant with aluminum in it or any kind of antiperspirant products because it's linked to breast cancer. Um, Yeah. And, you know, maybe there's someone who's listening who wants to venture into clean beauty products, but they say, oh my gosh, clean beauty products are so much more expensive. What is your advice to them for starting to, you know, phase out those items in their beauty routine that are just not healthy? Like, how do you, how do you help people think about it? Yeah. So as of now, um, you know, since when I started, there were products that were more expensive, but not really anymore. I'm working with a company, Zoha Fragrances right now. You can find them at Walmart. It's a perfume oil mist with no alcohol. It's super clean. And it's like $13, $12. And that goes across the board. I'm working with a company called Five. They're in our next clean beauty kit, um, F-Y-V-E. They only have five ingredients, products under $20. Um, I work with higher end brands like Codex and Juice Beauty, but I also work with a lot of clean beauty brands do want to be able to share um, and sell products at, at a reasonable price. Um, you know, there's always going to be beauty brands that sell things for very expensive, but what I have, who I've worked with um, most often um, are, are products and brands that are really, um, inexpensive and accessible. And the ones that aren't, I have, um, that's another reason why we launched clean beauty kit. So it's the first professional makeup artist approved by me, um, beauty kit that is a subscription box and the value of products inside each box is around $250. 
but the subscription's only $49.99. So um, it's a very, uh, you're basically paying, it's free shipping and handling included in operational costs to protect the products. So you're really getting um, a super great value um, of products. You know, we just had $102 oil in the July box um, from Inove, for example. So just one product and there's six to eight products in every kit and it's a lifestyle kit. So a lot of people, you know, when we first launched, we're like, how are you going to customize products for every skin tone, every skin type? Um, but what we've done is included products that work with all skin types and all skin tones and, and include things like the mist, the oil, um, an unscented candle, um, co-organic kombucha. It's something that I've never heard anybody who doesn't like it. Bath bombs, things that, you know, anybody can use and try from one year old to a hundred years old and really feel comfortable playing and, and experiencing the products and, you know, or gifting it to a friend. So we really, um, thought hard about because coming from a, why it is professional makeup artist approved. That's my background is because in my professional makeup kit. So a kit is really a, an arsenal of beauty products that we take with us to jobs. I used to travel to Italy, Dubai, Africa. I traveled all over the world with one kit of product. I didn't go to the store every time I met a new client. And that's because I ha needed to have products in my kit that were, were versatile, that worked, that were inclusive, that worked on any skin tone. You know, I was going to Africa working with the darkest skin tones and then going to Belgium and working with really, really light skin tones. So I needed products that could work across the board. Um, and so what I've done is I've integrated that into this kit. I know, I know what it's going to work for everybody. I know, you know, I beta test, um, these products on, you know, our friends and our family. Um, and we make sure that it's going to work on everyone. So whether it's a sunscreen, a hair oil, a shine serum, a lip treatment, I know these things are going to work. So these are all items that are now on cleanbeautykit.com. They're available to try. Um, and we've reduced the prices as well on our website. So for something that is, let's say $24, you're saving almost 20%, getting it for $20, like for a little candle or um, we have candles for $8 that are clean on our website. We have fragrances, like I said, for, for 13, we have lashes for $6. So we've really found the cleanest, best, most high performing products we can at the most inexpensive and also include them in the, in the subscription. So you can get them at a fraction, not even less than a quarter of the price is what you'd pay in store. And one other thing is, you know, you often go to the store to buy product, but with COVID, I think there's been a huge shift in the way that we've started to purchase product and discover because you can't walk into Sephora and get and do a swatch or have your makeup done anymore. It's against the rules. It's probably against the law in some places. It's unsafe. It's unsanitary to use a product on more than one person. So a subscription is a great way to experience and try products and find what you like in a quicker time frame for a way less amount of money. And as well, um, be able to trust that someone like me is, is personally approving and testing these products for months uh, before I ever even introduce them to the kit. Um, and so we've, we've done all this in a very strategic way and just um, officially launched the Clean Beauty Kit um, that just recently. 
And um, it's, we also have an ambassador program. So let's say you are really limited on your budget right now, which I understand. Um, we actually built out an ambassador program where you can become a clean beauty crusader like me and try products at even an even discounted rate and actually make an, a commission when you send people to our website, to our store. So we've tried to kind of think of everything um, possible. Uh, and also I think that there's a lot of brands. Um, I was going to say a lot of the products you might find in store are more expensive um, because everyone takes a little bit. So Sephora charges a lot of money to have a product in store. They take a huge percentage off every single product that's sold. So if your oil only costs $10, but you want to list it at Sephora, you're probably going to list it for 30 or 40 or $50. So you're really paying for the advertising for the the stock for just all the other things that you don't really even want to know about because it's really boring. Um, but operational costs, the brands that we've partnered with, a lot of them aren't even in stores. You can't find them anywhere because they are so small. They're boutique. They are small woman owned businesses that are small batch that are, you know, just, you know, in launch stages. Um, and I've been able to seek them out, you know, they're indie, they're indie brands. So, um, you won't be paying, you know, high price points for that, for the products themselves, because we've been able to access them at a very, at, you know, the lowest cost possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's such a great perspective and such a great way to look at it. You know, when you are in a big box store are kind of paying for being a part of that brand. Um, so that's such a great way to look at prices and kind of allow consumers to wrap their head around exactly what um, is going on. You also have the Clean Beauty podcast. Can you talk to us a little bit about the podcast and what someone can expect if they're tuning in for the first time? Sure. Um, so like I said, the podcast was the first frontier for me to really share what my finding was about what happened to me after fragrance landed me in the hospital and put my body into shock. I was really determined to find answers for the reaction my body had had and started researching uh, what was going in my products and why. And you know, that search only went so far. I couldn't find a reliable source for the information that I wanted as a professional. So I decided to uh, reach out to other founders and, and feature other brands on my show. It's a top 100 podcast. It's been downloaded in almost every country worldwide. And it educates on the health and environmental impacts of the choices we make. So when it comes to beauty products, um, it highlights smart beauty, which is to me, clean and green, clean, meaning safe, green, meaning sustainable. And the founders that I've interviewed have high performing beauty products that are both of those. So it's a very niche, um, intensive thing that I ask for. I, I don't just want a product that's cheap. I don't just want a product that is owned by a woman. I don't just want a product that works. I also want it to be high performing that I can use on my clients and brides. And like I said, are inclusive brands that think of kind of everything. So I've had some of the best of the best and some of the brands that you might never even heard of on my show and um, interviewed over 50 brands to date and really 
happy to feature them on cleanbeautypodcast.com. We're anywhere you can listen, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, basically anywhere. You can even ask um, Alexa, (laughs) I don't want to say it too loud because she always goes off, um, to, to share um, the podcast and she can access it. So you can just say, Hey, blank <laughs> play <laughs> the clean beauty podcast um we also have video interviews so karen uh, of juice beauty we have some videos up on our site or um we have you know biosance founder katherine gore she's a president um we have some pretty cool in-person interviews which i was doing before covid hit um i was traveling around the country doing live interviews um and documenting my experience with the founders has been pretty great. We do often have giveaways on the podcast and we do have a, an Instagram clean beauty podcast. You can go check it out there. We're always posting new things and sharing. Um, and it's been really, really great to um, connect with so many uh, amazing women from around the world that have their own stories and who've discovered brands and products through the show. So it's been incredible. I'm sure if you said Alexa, you would set up all the Alexas of the people listening. (laughs) Right. It's happened before, which is why I don't want to say it. I was like in the middle of a podcast interview and I said it and I was like, oh no, they're all going off. Oh man. So walk us through a normal day in your life. If there even is such a thing as a normal day. Um, there, there is some normalcy now in what I'm doing. So I wake up around eight o'clock. I kind of give thanks. I drink a entire 20 ounces of water. I write in my diary in the morning for about three to five minutes with my affirmations, um, my what I'm thankful for. I get dressed and do yoga and a workout around 8.15, brush my teeth, shower, make a pair, take my dog for a walk, make breakfast. Um, I do like a brain dump and I do a top three priority list. So what my top three things are for the day. And then I kind of get into my emails and that's around lunchtime um, where I start to do interviews like this, um, drink more water, kind of move outside a little bit. I have a nice outdoor workstation that I've set up during uh, COVID. Um, And then I fill my orders for Lash Binder, for the kit. And I'm working on a book, so I've been writing. Um, I read a lot, so I read, you know, half a book a day. (laughs) Um, And then I just clean. I I take care of my fiance, cook dinner um, around six o'clock. We watch like a TV show, and then I go back in to um, meditate. And we're looking at homes for sale right now, so that's a part of my day where. We're looking at rentals, we're looking at homes, we're looking at land, just seeing what's out there. And I meet with a few different women, um, depending on who I'm consulting that week. I, I, I have advisors and I believe that having an advisor um, is really important. And so I've started to give my service, my time to other women as well. So I mentor one to two women a week. Um, for several months and work with them to, you know, grow their own businesses. Um, I believe in giving back. I believe, you know, what goes around comes around. So I try to give a little bit of time each day to my team really, because my team is kind of what drives clean beauty con and the kit. Um, 
we have a web designer, we have a writer, we have our blogger, we have someone who runs our social media. So I I work with a lot of them really closely. And um, that's kind of what my day looks like day to day. I mean, um, I used to travel more, but now I'm, I haven't really gone anywhere since March. Um, And I've been very comfortable with that. I have gotten a lot done. (laughs) And so it's been nice to just grow internally and spend time to make the most out of this because we're never really going to get this time back. We never have. And I've, I, you know, some days I might find, find myself with a little anxiety or just a little crazy feeling like, you know, but I just have to bring myself back to that place where, you know, it's like, we're, I'm able to build this empire. I'm able to build this community and just feeling really grateful for what um, we have and just trying to make it into a positive thing Um, because it can be really easy to just say, Oh, I don't have this. I don't have that. I can't see her. I can't go here. I can't do this. You know, this is canceled. Um, But, you know, like I said, creating clean beauty con launching the kit, if COVID never happened, that none of these things would have, would be here right now. We wouldn't be speaking. So, um, you know, just turning that into something positive and, um, yeah, that's kind of what I'm all about, you know, and I've been able to pivot, you know, I feel like that's one of my greatest strengths is pivoting and, and adapting. Um, entrepreneurs need to be able to do that and they need to be self-motivated. And so if you aren't, it's just not the right place for you. You know, you'll fail miserably every single time. And I've, you know, I used to work till like two in the morning and things like that. But now I, I limit my time. I have time blocks and, you know, I only work to a certain hour in the evening. And, you know, I, I give myself more time, you know, for my health, you know, I know I only have one body. So making sure that I'm putting myself first, you know, because it's hard to help other people when you're not taking care of yourself. And so I'm starting to really tap into that more, um, because I was burnt out all the time before, and now I'm finally at peace. So that's been nice. And I'm actually getting more done, which is, you wouldn't think is how it would work, but it it is. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, perspective is everything. And definitely, I mean, if you're working on a book, it sounds like things have been working out really great for you. That's super exciting. Thank you so much. It'll be a while, but, um, you know, writing a couple pages a day, you know, um, there was a quote I read this morning about moving a mountain and the first guy was just moving rocks off the mountain. And I think that's kind of what it is. Like if you break things into smaller segments, it'll seem much more doable than to just like sit down and write a book one day rather than just obviously um, writing a little bit of a book every day and and creating the book, you know, when the time is right. Um, So just like writing as, you know, it's kind of like meditation for me. I really do like writing. And a lot of people throughout my life have said that I should write a book. And I think it'll be both educational, enlightening, and um, inspirational, like for people that might want to follow in my footsteps or not and kind of give them some insight into what we're doing. So yeah, it's, um, it's all really, really great. (laughs) Yeah. And writing a book definitely does not happen overnight. I mean, Rachel Hollis, she just announced that she wrote a book during quarantine and it's coming out next month. And I was like, wait, how on earth did she do that? Like that is such a rare talent. I'll be the one that is 
submitting everything to a publisher and, and, you know, like doing all that sort of thing. Like I definitely have a team I'm working with. Um, but yeah, I mean, she's a go-getter. So Rachel's awesome. And she has, she has an amazing team as well. Right. She, she's a mom, but she's also already, I mean, once you write one book, I heard it's so easy to write another. So I can see how, how that works. But yeah, I think like, yeah, once you create something, once you have one business, it's then you move on to the next. Well, Cassandra, if the audience wants to find you and connect, where can they find you? I am on Instagram every day. If you guys are on social media at Cassandra McClure, I have my official website, CassandraMcClure.com. Um, you can reach me at hello at clean beauty kit. If you're interested in submitting a product, we, it is a lifestyle kit. So we actually just had someone submit to have their earrings featured in the kit, for instance. And so, uh, we do really like to have, um, as many different creatives and artists as possible. We have a book being added in soon. Like I said, we have candles. Um, and so, uh, we're trying to make it really, uh, accessible for, for a lot of different people. Um, to, to get their products in and featured. Uh, and then for the Clean Beauty Con, if you're interested in coming to a summit uh, to join us as an attendee or speak on, on a topic, um, you can find cleanbeautycon.com. We have websites for everything. Um, I feel like the one thing we didn't talk about was my tool, Lashbinder, but you can check out lashbinder.com if you want to see the product that I created um, to make strip eyelash application easier, faster, safer. Um, and then in terms of the podcast, like I said, you can check that out, uh, the clean beauty podcast on Instagram or on online. And I think that's about it. Um, the clean beauty kit is cleanbeautykit.com, So you can, you can go there. Um, but yeah, on my main website, you can kind of find all the links through. So Cassandra McClure is C-A-S-S-A-N-D-R-A-M-C-C-L-U-R-E. Well, perfect. And we'll be sure to put all of that in the show notes as well. So it's super easy for people to reach out and connect. Um, but Cassandra, thank you so much for coming on today, sharing your insight. I definitely think this is going to be a continued conversation. And you know, the more we learn, the more there is to talk about. Um, so I definitely see uh, having you back on a little bit later to talk about more of this stuff because we didn't even talk about one of your products because you have so much amazing things going on. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm happy to come back anytime. You're a joy to work with. Um, super excited to be tuning into your show. And yeah, just like excited to see what you do next too. So thank you again. 